Okay, good morning. This is uh, day after the 4th of July, July, Wednesday, July 5th. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining today's TR90 Weight Management Call. My name is Frank Lomas, and I'm your host today, and I'm joining you from my home here in Lompoc, California, 54 miles north of Santa Barbara, California's beautiful central coast. My business background before Newskin was a workaholic mortgage broker and a small business owner, and I now enjoy my carpet commute, walking from one bedroom to another to grow my business. I am competed in one both bodybuilding and weightlifting I use, and I still stay active with some calisthenics, some walking, some bike riding, some high-intensity weight training. These calls occur at 6.40 at 6.55 a.m. Pacific Time, Monday through Friday. So if you'd like to listen in live, in case you're on our recording right now, you can call in to 712-775-8972, wait for the prompt, and then enter the PIN code 910-022. Our panel makes these calls to support your efforts with the AgeLock TR90 program, and that program is based on three program components, clinically shown to help you look leaner and healthier in 90 days. The primary components are products, eating, and exercise. So check with your personal NewSkin representative or NewSkin product support for more details on the program. And, of course, check in here each weekday to help you stay connected. You can find an archive of these calls on soundcloud.com, S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D.com, or your favorite podcast app by searching for either TR90 or my name, Frank Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, or solutions for anti-aging, one word with the number four in there. Today's topic is eight inflammatory foods that are giving you belly fat. This was uh, written um, just last week, looks like, published on June 22nd, 2023, by Melissa Rifkin. I think we've had articles from her before, MS, RDN, CDN. Eight inflammatory foods that are giving you belly fat. Knowing what to eliminate from your diet is key in keeping your midsection trim, it says. Let's get rolling here. Now my screen will just scroll. There we go. Belly fat can pose a risk to your health by leading to serious complications such as diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, cancer, and liver and kidney issue research says. Your genetics play a role in where your body stores fat and your eating habits can influence fat storage as well. The types of foods you choose, portions, and timing can all play a role in body fat. In particular, there are certain foods that may be more likely to lead to abdominal fat. Today, we're calling out eight inflammatory foods that cause belly fat so you can nix them from your diet as soon as possible. Uh Uh-oh. Let's see what these are. The fat around your abdomen can be one of two types, subcutaneous or visceral, while subcutaneous or visceral. While too much of either can be harmful to your health, visceral fat is a type that is more concerning. Visceral fat surrounds the organs within your abdomen and is associated with an increased risk for chronic diseases. Subcutaneous fat sits just below your skin, allowing it to be less harmful to your health. In fact, this form form of body fat provides some protection to organs and aids your body in temperature regulation. This makes a healthy amount of subcutaneous fat beneficial to your body. Although genetics, gender, Age and hormones can influence body fat distribution. Your lifestyle can have a significant impact on your belly fat. If you've noticed an increase in your abdominal fat, there are a few dietary practices that may help. Aim to increase your fiber intake, reduce your alcohol consumption, eat more lean protein, and skip food and drinks with added sugar. To take a step further, avoid these eight inflammatory foods that cause belly fat. Number one, pastries. Oh, I hear groans already. (laughs) 
While a homemade muffin or bread may be easier to on your waistline, commercially prepared pastries often pack in excess sugar and come at high calorie count. Muffins, croissants, croissants, and quick breads are also a source of trans fat, another inflammatory nutrient that could give you belly fat. Trans fats naturally occur in small amounts. However, the majority of the trans fat in our food or supply in our food supply are man-made. These fats are often used as cheaper chef-stable alternative to butter and have been shown to increase inflammation and cardiovascular disease, among other illnesses. If you have a craving for a pastry, try making them at home with better quality fats like olive oil and limit the commercially prepared treats you enjoy. Oh, so you can still have them, you just have to prepare them a little differently. That's nice. Uh, white bread. A staple in many households, white bread is not known for being a nutrient-dense food. Now, some options contain some options contain small amounts of added sugar, but the bigger culprit here is the low fi- culprit is the low fiber content. Fiber can increase satiety and stabilize hunger, which will lead to better food choices and appropriate energy intake. Additionally, fiber intake is associated with reduced belly fat. Many refined carbs, including white bread, cereal, crackers, and other common snacks, are low in fiber. The Dietary Guidelines for Americans recommends women consume 22 to 28 grams of fiber daily, depending on age, while men should get 28 to 34 grams. Beans, lentils, nuts, seeds, oatmeal, whole grain products, fruits, and vegetables are notable sources of dietary fiber. Whereas white bread is not. <laughs> C, three, number three, cereal. You may be surprised to see such popular breakfast staple on the, see such a popular breakfast staple on the list of inflammatory foods that can cause belly fat. Known for making an easy breakfast or quick snack on the go, some cereals aren't doing your waistline any favors. Specifically, the ones that are packed in with sugar. Options that contain added sugar and zero fiber are the worst offenders. Not only can the sugar lead to inflammation and belly fat, but it can also disrupt your gut microbiome. Research shows that imbalances in your gut bacteria can increase your risk of obesity, uh, cardiovascular disease, and gut disorders, and may also promote weight gain. Additionally, microbiota imbalances can lead to higher visceral fat. There are plenty of low-sugar cereals available, so choose options with fewer than 5 grams per serving, and stick to a single serving as your portion size. Number four, when well, I recognize this culprit, soda. A single can of regular soda contains about 40 grams of added sugar, the amount that sees the daily recommendation of the American Heart Association. I, I actually cringe when I see people walking out with those big gulps. It's like, God, you actually got to drink all that crap? <laughs> Research shows that excessive dietary sugar can increase body inflammation and lead to insulin resistance and chronic inflammation. Soda, soda contributes empty calories, potentially leading to weight gain, and can overwhelm the liver, encouraging these excess calories to be turned into fat. While soda is one of the most popular sugar-sweetened drinks, other sweetened drinks like juice, energy drinks, coffee drinks, and sweet tea may also be culprits to your, of your belly fat. If you're looking for carbonation, try unsweetened carbonated water or low-sugar soda alternatives like Olipop. Actually, never even heard of it. Not only does this option have fewer than a few five grams of sugar per can, but it also contains fiber, a nutrient that may support the healthy bacteria in your gut. So soda equals run, <laughs> run away. 
of five mixed drinks. Another drink that is likely to destroy your abs, sugary alcoholic drinks provide a double whammy of abdominal inflammation. A single margarita can easily have over 30 grams of added sugar, contributing to inflammation and belly fat. Additionally, on its own, alcohol can cause inflammation and potentially lead to issues with the liver and gut. Research shows that alcohol is associated with greater amounts of visceral fat, leading to another set of potential health complications. To reduce the negative impact of your beverages, choose drinks without any added sugar and avoid heavy alcohol consumption and find it's more than two drinks per day. That's probably the best tip right there. <laughs> Back off the boozing. Uh, number six, microwave popcorn. Micro, microwave popcorn is another one of the worst inflammatory foods that can cause belly fat. This common snack has one thing going for it, fiber. Popcorn is a source of essential fiber, but it often comes along with loads of sodium and trans fat. Highly buttered and flavored options are likely the varieties, varieties with the highest amounts of these worrisome nutrients. We all know, we know trans fats can lead to inflammation and belly fat. But excess sodium intake may also lead to inflammation and increased body fat. Popcorn on its own may be a nutritious snack. So instead of, instead of the flavored options, try air pop kernels topped with grated Parmesan cheese for a light, salty flavor that contains far less sodium and no trans fat. Number seven, meal replacement bars. Uh-oh. Although these options make it easy to get calories when you're busy on the go, they often don't contain the best ingredients. Many have added sugar, a known inflammatory ingredient that can lead to belly fat, and may also contain trans fat and little to no fiber. A triple whammy to your belly fat, you're better off choosing whole food for your meal. If bars is too easy to pass up, look for options with fewer than 5 grams of added sugar, 0 trans fat, and at least 3 grams of fiber. So read the label. Alternatively, consider some easy meals from home. For example, consider preparing deli turkey wrapped around a part skim cheese stick with an apple and peanut butter on the side. And the last culprit here, uh-oh, number eight, dun-dun-dun-dun, chips. <laughs> Not the guy on the motorcycle. <laughs> the last of these inflammatory foods that cause belly fat is chips, another salty, crunch snack that could be lead to infl inflammation and belly fat. Chips are notorious for their sodium content. The, that, don't even eat the damn things. <laughs> the salt. The salt. This salt can lead to inflammation and adiposity. I hope I said that correctly. And the trans fat found in chips may do the same. While there is zero need for any trans fat in your diet, sodium is actually an essential nutrient. Lightly salted chips can provide a balance of salt you may be craving while avoiding excess. And options cooked in non-hydrogenated -hydro oils will help you avoid trans fat. As a rule of thumb, if you see hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated oil in the ingredient list, there's likely some amount of trans fat in the chips. And so that was our, our eight uh, inflammatory foods, chips, meal replacement bars, microwave popcorn, mixed drinks, soda, cereal, white bread, 
and we kicked it off with pastries. You're better to make your own with better ingredients. All right. I remind you these articles are uh, posted, uh, recorded, and posted on SoundCloud. I'll bring in the list current by the end of today on uh, SoundCloud.com. And once you get to SoundCloud.com, you can find our recordings by putting in either TR90 or my name, Frank Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, or the word Solutions for Anti-Aging with the number four for the word four, Solutions for Anti-Aging. All right, let's open up the line, see what you got to say, and kick off the kick off what's left of the week here, work week for those uh, of you working out there. Hang on. Uh, unmute. There, there we go. <laughs> You're welcome. Some of the culprits, of course, we already know. We, I think we're pretty clear on, for certain, at least white bread and soda. <laughs> you got you to know those two guys aren't any good for you. <laughs> right off the bat. Well, the fiber, and that fiber helps in two ways because it actually not helps with satiety, but it also helps with good digestive health. So another reason to make sure you're getting lots of fiber. There you go. Our company used to make a nice fiber product. They discontinued it. I was disappointed. A fiber supplement. They, they weeded out their product line a few years ago. Well, and you know, it could there could be any number of reasons why they did that. Oh, and some yeah, of it just yeah. doesn't make sense to us. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, when they got rid of the the, the floss, the the AP twenty four floss, our house went what. <laughs> We love we buy we love that stuff. So just some some simple thing. But again, hey, some small skews, you know, they, they have their reasons. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's they can't get the appropriate things, the right sources to make it the way they want to make it, or you know, true. But, and right, it's there's a number of things that go into it. So I will be talking about foods that disrupt sleep tomorrow. So. That, in case anybody's interested in that. And we'll just keep diving into things to do and don't help sleep. Okay, you got it. So uh, join us tomorrow and Thursday for that. And come back again, of course, on Friday as well. And I'll be back here again next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us again today, guys. Uh, Go out and make it a great day. See you later. Bye-bye, everyone. Okay. Thank you, Frank. Bye-bye. You're you're welcome. Bye-bye.